It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's hot time. We had a hot time. Together. Together. Yes, it's hot time. We had a hot time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and Cannabis Lifestyle Guide. Over the weekend, I had one of those beautiful small world moments where while out for lunch, I struck up a conversation with a woman based on her request for the bartender to change the TV to the OU football game. <laughs> and to my Texas friends, no, I didn't ask her what time it is. I was practicing politeness, and we know it doesn't matter what time it is. Oh, you still sucks. <laughs> Sorry to any of my Oklahoma podcast listeners. I can't help myself. A few minutes later, me and this woman were talking about her friend who is an Austin transplant living in Oakland and that she was on her way, and then said friend walked in. And she is a former media client of mine back from my Austin radio days. I love it when that happens. She's been living out here a short period of time and was lonesome for friends. And then, boom, there we meet. So cool. After a little catching up and learning that we're practically neighbors by Bay Area standards, I told her about Casually Baked and what I do as a cannabis lifestyle guide. She wanted recommendations for flour and staple-infused products she could have for not only her use, but for Texas friends when they come out to visit her in her new hometown of Oakland. I thought it would be helpful to share a host-with-the-most checklist for those of you living in an adult-use state. When your friends and family come to visit, most of them are kind of curious and likely want to experiment or consume if they feel comfortable. And if you're anything like me, 
you want to make sure they have a great cannabis experience on your watch. Here are a few things to do to set everyone up for success. I got the bottle of wine, the high dollar kind. I got the West Coast smoke, but I better just take one. First things first, it is always safer to assume that everyone is less experienced with cannabis than they tell you they are. Number two, before it's time for your friend or family visit, I encourage you to ask them if they're going to be interested in experimenting with cannabis while they're in town. And the really anxious ones will already tell you. But if you haven't heard, it might sound something like this. Hey, Sam. I'm so excited for you to come visit me. And you know I want to be prepared. So are you going to be interested in participating in my casually baked lifestyle while you're here? Yeah? Okay. Now, if the response you get is anything less than a declaration of weekly consumption, then definitely heed suggestion number three coming up. And be sure to share this episode of the podcast with them. It'll be a whole lot easier on you if they already know this information. Am I right or am I right? Also, decide if you're going to stock up on a few items in advance or if you want to have the shopping experience with them. I mean, if you're a host with the most, you do both. But, you know, that's just me. No pressure. Number three, have a rule that out-of-towners staying with you cannot consume cannabis and drink alcohol at the same time. Now, if your guest wants to sidestep your house rule, I would make them sign an agreement that they will pay for professional house cleaning services in the event that they get cross-faded, puke everywhere, oversleep, binge eat, and head to the airport a disoriented, hot fucking mess, leaving your house resembling a crime scene. Sounds pretty specific, huh? Telling you, life experience is a master teacher, my friend. Number four, be strategic with your dispensary purchases. As you hear me repeat quite often, there's no one-size-fits-all when it comes to cannabis. So being a great host means you're going to have some variety in both your flower lineup and in the available methods of consumption you provide your guests. Building a robust flower stash takes a little time and money, so be patient, read labels, shop sales, and make sure you use proper storage techniques so your flower stays fresh and tasty. The host with the most always has a couple of general daytime flower options and a couple of evening flower options on deck. When shopping your favorite dispensary, ask for strains with moderate THC levels for a functional daytime high. In California, we have strains with upwards of 22% THC. That is a terrible idea for a newbie visiting you on vacation. A moderate level to me as a daily consumer is around 15%. I can instruct a newbie to just take a puff and get their bearings before taking another hit. 
if they're really open and ready for the experience of being elevated in the moment, they'll love it. And because there's different strokes for different folks, I like to keep an indica-dominant hybrid and a sativa-dominant hybrid with roughly 15% THC on hand. It's a functional flower for me and is a much better option for the non-daily cannabis consumers visiting us. Anything higher than 18% THC might just lead to cozy chill time on the couch watching a movie and napping. And that said, even though I stock up on moderately potent strains, I also need and want my high THC strains. They're my favorite way to unwind after a long, busy day. And I don't feel bad putting my friends to sleep with one magic puff late in the evening. They sleep like babies and don't keep me up past my bedtime. I also keep a high CBD, low THC strain in my flower collection. It's the perfect option for the brand newbie or nervous Nelly. You know, maybe your mom and aunt, they're nervous about being high, but they really want to know what all the fuss is about. A two-to-one CBD strain is a great entry smoke for someone like that. If you want to have your friends moving and grooving with you, enjoying your city during the day, a great product to keep in your stash is a low-dose edible, mint, tincture, or sublingual option. Three to five milligrams per serving is ideal. Each person can start low and go slow, dosing themselves gradually until they find their personal sweet spot. When you've got people in the party that are sensitive to edibles, I do not recommend splitting a high-dose brownie or treat into smaller pieces. We like to hope the THC is evenly dispersed throughout the product, but you can't be certain, and having a paranoid house guest locked in your bathroom is sort of a buzzkill. So now that you've got flour and low-dose non-smoking options, another great product to keep on hand is a disposable or rechargeable vape pen. Following the same logic as with choosing flour, find a daytime and evening concentrate option. Many of the disposable versions are dosed by feeling, active, calm, aroused. Depending on who's visiting, choose the feeling that suits the mood. The vape pen is an easy way to consume at home or on the go and enjoy an instant functional high. Remember to share this important tip with your non-versed visitors. Take a puff. Settle into the feeling and then decide if you need another hit. You can always take more, but you can't take less. That is stoner truth to live by. Write that shit down and never forget. Number five, organize and prep your accoutrement. Just the other day, my friend Jane was over, and when it was time for a reefer recap, she totally called me out for how gross all of my pieces were. And she was totally fucking right. They were all filthy. But I've been in overdrive, and I've let a bunch of little things slide. But that's a terrible excuse for a host. If you're going to have company over and you plan to share your stash, Clean your glass, organize your stash, and be a highly responsible version of yourself. 
do the culture and the plant proud. And apparently my grandmother, Bunny, because that totally all just sounded like her. (laughs) Number six, remember that you smoking alone in your space is one thing, but having multiple smokers in your home is quite another. If you don't feel like reliving your college dorm room days, I encourage you to invest in a small air purifier or a portable smoke diffuser. The air purifier I've used for the past two-ish years is by Lavoie. Wherever you typically consume, whether it's the garage, game room, man cave, meditation room, wherever, it works. If you smoke in the house, have an air purifier in that room. I'm a fan of clean air and clean design, so I'll share a link to the air purifier I bought in the show notes at casuallybake.com. It works well and isn't a complete eyesore in my space, which, I mean, let's be honest, anything that's plugged into your wall making a noise like that, it's kind of an eyesore. But my portable smoke diffuser, it's super fun. It's a brand called Sploofy. It ghosts your smoke through a small handheld device that fits in the highly responsible stash bag I made. It's a bit taller than an average size lighter, and the circumference is like, you know, one of those Red Bull cans or something, if you want to visualize it. And you blow through it. There's a mouthpiece, and you blow through it. If you follow at Casually Baked on social, then you've seen my sploofy in action. If not, check out the podcast show notes for pictures and a link to the Sploofy portable smoke diffuser I keep on hand at Casually Baked. And in case you have uptight neighbors, have a deliciously fragrant candle illuminating the space and diffusing the cannabis smell. Or actually, you could cook some bomb-ass food. You do you. Either way, combined smells conquer the evening. Number seven, if you want to inspire others to open up to the Cannabis for Wellness lifestyle, then your cannabis experience should match your respect and enthusiasm for the plant and lifestyle. If you're a daily user of Cannabis for Wellness, then I hope you're not still smoking out of a one-hitter that you hide with an old bobby pin, a book of matches, and a Ziploc baggie holding a few nugs and a Tupperware container under your bathroom sink. If you love cannabis, if you believe in the power of the plant, respect your experience. Be an example for others. Have a nice setup. Have a grinder, a proper ashtray, tools, and storage containers. Please tell me you don't serve your guests dinner on paper plates. No. And if you answered yes, the answer is no. (laughs) You get out the good stuff. What are you saving this stuff for? No, you use it with the people that you love. You get the good stuff. You deserve it. They deserve it. And good stuff doesn't have to be super expensive. I'll share pictures of my crafty cannabis setup in the show notes at casuallybake.com. I am a baller on a budget, people. And whether you're in my studio or personal space... I have fun showcasing the functional side of my casually baked lifestyle. Now, I'm formulating this list on the fly, so I'm just going to stop here. 
I don't want to overwhelm you with a massive to-do list. Wait, okay. I do want to offer you one last thing because you know I like to end things on an inspirational note. (laughs) I just can't help myself. I have this thing that I do. If I really like something, I just do it like it's my job. I show up. I learn everything I can. I sample everything. I ask a shit ton of questions. I experiment my face off. I lead by example. And apparently, I also start podcasts. And then I learn even more by doing that. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I challenge you to pay closer attention when you consume. Consciously know why you're doing it and what you want to get out of it. Keep a dosage tracker and experiment more in finding what feels good. And don't be afraid to share your experience with your friends and family so that you can showcase the positive effects of cannabis legalization. I want you to join me in leading by example to shepherd a culture of responsible consumption. And just as we respect all cannabinoids and terpenes and flowers and methods of consumption, we also have mad respect for humanity in the cannabis culture. And the world needs more of that right now. So let's create more highly responsible cannabis consumers. I mean, just think about it. You're doing it for world peace and mother nature. (laughs) Seriously. I'm casually baked, but I support this message. (laughs) If any of those things resonate with you, relax. You're going to be an excellent cannabis host. Be sure to check out the podcast show notes at casuallybaked.com for my tips, examples, and recommendations. If you've learned something, I hope you'll share this episode with a friend. Or rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. That helps me reach more ears and inspire a different way of thinking about life and the cannabis culture. So thank you for helping me help everyone. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. We had a time together. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Let it shine, let it shine. That's all I know. So I'm just going to keep letting it shine. (laughs) Seriously, let it shine. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton. 
host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.